Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report dated November 13th, 2020. I'm Phil Adler and I'm speaking with Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady. Today we look at how the stock market performed through the recent election, why it performed the way it did, and what clues we might uncover based on recent performance as to what we might expect in the coming days and weeks. There have been some pretty dramatic moves coinciding with the election, talking about market moves, and also post-election with the favorable uh, vaccine announcement. But Bill, first review for us how the stock market performed in the weeks preceding the election. The election year Labor Day is considered to be the point where the general public becomes conscious of the election. Looking at the charts, the S&P peaked on September 2nd, a few days before this year's Labor Day on September 7th, and has traded in a range just below 3,600 to a floor of 3,200. We have seen a breakout to new highs in the aftermath of the election and, of course, on, on the vaccine optimism news. Markets do anticipate events. What events were this market anticipating, or was this market anticipating, or at least making room for leading up to the election? The greatest fear was a situation where there would not be a peaceful transfer of power. Financial markets were likely able to cope with either candidate winning decisively, but a disputed election that led to uncertain outcome and civil unrest was a possible outcome that financial markets had to discount. What statistics boost this thesis that the stock market was preparing for, or at least taking into account the possibility of a disputed election and civil unrest? Well, there are three data points that support the idea that financial markets were preparing for an adverse outcome. The first is cash accumulation. Retail investors have been putting higher levels of assets into money market funds. This process actually began in 2018 with the onset of the trade war with China, but has accelerated this year with the pandemic and election uncertainty. The second was volatility. Option volatility rose sharply, suggesting that investors were buying insurance to protect portfolios from an adverse event. Rising volatility suggests the cost of that insurance was rising. And third, which we didn't discuss in the written report, but we did note in the chart book, was a rise in the put-call ratio. Investors were increasing their purchases of puts, which protect from price declines relative to calls, which participate in price increases. Now, all of these events, is that what you mean when you say the market discounted what uh, it was uh, anticipating or preparing for? Although the price of equities themselves didn't necessarily suggest a high level of fear, the activity to raise cash and protect positions in option markets suggests that investors were purchasing protection. These measures can be monitored and suggest that there was a consensus about at least the potential of an adverse event. In other words, markets had taken a measure of the risk and assessed its likelihood. I'm curious, what if there had been widespread civil unrest post-election? And of course, there is still, at the, at the time of this taping, there's still that possibility. Do you think cash on the sidelines and the unwinding of futures contracts could sustain market upside even in this scenario? We would have seen a negative reaction in risk assets such as equities and rallies in treasuries, but the declines in risk assets would have been partially mitigated by the lifting of these hedges, which had provided some degree of downside protection. 
The move to, of cash into equities is a distinct possibility, and the unwinding of option hedges will tend to have a similar effect. Shortly before the election, and that seems like quite a while ago now, but shortly before the election, the stock market did rally. And I read one theory that the market was anticipating a sweeping Democratic victory because of the polls. And the rally was based on the expectation that the results would be decisive and protests would be minimal. Any validity to this? Yes. In my opinion, the real risk came from an undecided outcome. Thus, a clear win, in fact, regardless of which side, was better than no clear winner. And then, as it became apparent that the results were close and Congress might remain divided, technology and health stocks led a rally on the expectation, perhaps, that the path toward more regulation of the tech industry and a government health care option might be difficult. Do you think this may have been a major reason for the advance? Well, the composition of the rally was for less robust growth. A divided government would lead to less fiscal spending and a slower recovery. Now, now the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Committee had been wrestling with how to position assets leading into the election. And in the end, the committee did make only minor adjustments. Is it clear to you at this point that the committee made the right call? Well, we think the call was the right one, not necessarily because events seemed to support the position we took, but because it followed our analysis of the situation. In other words, we never define a call as being right simply due to the outcome alone. Our assessment was that there was a higher probability a definitive, of a definitive outcome, and that given the degree of hedging that was going on, if we were right on a clear outcome, the upside potential offset the downside risk. As Mark Keller, our, our CIO, has said on many occasions, we're not soothsayers, but odds makers. Bill, what might we expect between now and Inauguration Day? Well, I would expect a steady flow of cash into equities. There have been some fears of disruption, but it looks like these will probably dissipate over time. Are there some stock sectors that are in the position of playing catch up to the recent rally? Overall, we still favor cyclical sectors such as materials and industrials, especially as the economy improves. Other factors that could support this catch up would be vaccine progress. We've been concentrating during our discussion on the U.S. stock market. What do other markets tell us about their most likely scenarios post-U.S. election? A Biden win is expected to be bullish for foreign currencies. We have been seeing emerging markets do better, mostly because China has been recovering faster than most large economies. That has less to do with Biden and more to do with pandemic control. But a Biden win does fit our expectations for a weaker dollar. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable, which is to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice, and this information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Anthony.